Welcome to the first episode in Season 2 of the Outside and Active podcast, where we share conversations with you to help you inspire to make the most of the great outdoors. Our next conversation was recorded at the National Running Show, and your host for this episode is my good pal Dominic Brown. Dom chats to four-time Paralympic champion Katina Cox, who became the first person in 32 years to win two gold medals in two different sports at the Paralympic Games. Dom talks to Kadena about the Paralympics in Tokyo and what the experience was like at the Games. In 2014, Kadena was diagnosed with MS and two years later she was competing in the Paralympics. She is a real inspiration to so many and we're excited to share our conversation with her, with you. Before we dive into the conversation, we want to share a little message from our season partners, Sports Tours International and Club La Santa. Sports Tours International provide the opportunity to participate in the world's biggest marathons, take on the most challenging sportives, and watch some of the toughest bike races on the planet. As international travel partner of the six world marathon majors, including TCS New York Marathon, Tokyo Marathon, Boston Marathon, BMW Berlin Marathon, TCS London Marathon, and Bank of America Chicago Marathon, as well as the VIP tour operator of the three Grand Tours and five Monuments of Cycling, They get people of all ages and from all walks of life to the starting line or in prime spectator view. Find the next event to inspire your running at sportstoursinternational.co.uk. It's not just mass participation you could choose either. They also have an exclusive partnership with the world's number one training resort, Club La Santa in Lanzarote, to accommodate anybody looking for training or active holiday at this incredible sports leisure resort. Try your hand at over 500 different activities and enjoy recovery in the sunshine and an array of wellness facilities for all ages, abilities, whether solo, groups, couples, and families. To find out more, head over to clublasanta.co.uk. Kalina, thank you very much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you. We're at the National Running Show and you've been speaking here today and chatting to a load of our people and you've been working with Eat Lean a lot today as well. How's that been? Yeah, no, it's been fun. Um... I've basically eaten cheese all day um, and spoke about cheese, which is pretty cool. Yeah, different <laughs> to the day-to-day, you know, athletic stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, normally I'm uh, just going around in circles, but uh, today I'm just chatting cheese. So 20, 2021 last year was a, a manic year for you and an awesome year on. I'm a celebrity, did celebrity mastership, but obviously most importantly, the Paralympics in Tokyo. How was that experience? Um, do you know, it's the weirdest experience because um, it was a covid games which obviously i've never experienced before um and for me it was different because i wanted to enjoy the games in real i was really focused on i'm gonna get these medals like i need to get this one or this one or this one and you know it was really like just in like the focus whereas i wanted to you know come out of the moment and enjoy it in uh, tokyo which i was able to do um so like i really enjoyed like you know my warm-ups yeah the performance i enjoyed everything about it um and then you know it was slightly weird because then we, I wasn't able to enjoy like the experience of, you know, being in the village, you know, mingling with yeah. you know, people from other countries, like, you know, because... Was it was, all very segregated and people yeah. weren't trying to keep away? Yeah, so it's it, like, you know, there was a bit more chatting than I expected in all fairness, but like you were, you know, told to like, you know, stay away from other countries, like you were sitting and you had like barriers, like when you were eating, like, so you were kind of like in a little box. Oh, gosh. like being in prison, actually. And how long were you there for? Um, so actually cycling were outside of the main village. Um, so we was there for a week, I think. And then I went into the, the main village where athletics were and I was there for a week. But the rest of cycling weren't able to come into that village because you got shipped out within 48 hours of uh, finishing your competition. Oh, wow. Okay. So 
Paralympian, but way before all of that, how did it all start? What made you start getting into athletics and being active? Um, I just love sport. Like I basically ran before I walked. I didn't even crawl. I literally just walked at seven months. Um, <laughs> just stood up and went, well, that's me now. I'm still basically, walking. my mum was changing me, came back and I was gone. <laughs> Turns out I'd got off and gone under the table. Um, so yeah, I just, I've always been into sport. Like, and I think, you know, as the years have gone on, it's just been my happy space. Like, you know, you know just that freedom, you know, being able to flow, you, know, you run and it's just, just, I don't know, you just do your own thing. And I, I was a hockey player. Like, you know, I love, you know, trying to hone in on my skills. Um, as a netball player, not so great at that. Um, but yeah, like I just really enjoyed like sport and just, you know, just the freedom of movement. Mm. And have you always been quite competitive? I mean, when there's seven children in the household, you're always oh, wow, competitive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where do you lie in that sort of age? Um, so I have two older sisters. Um, so yeah, so um, I was one of the older ones, but not mm. quite one of the older ones. So still got bullied by the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> but you still had a bit of power in there. You were one of the older ones. Just a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I feel like my sister, just younger than me, always bossed me around, but I tried. Okay, so you've always been athletic, always been athletic. And then in 2014, your, your life changed. You mm-hmm. went, you were diagnosed with MS. And I, I can't believe it, but two years after that, you were competing at the Paralympics. How how does that even happen? Um, by the grace of God and a lot of resilience is yeah. what I'd say. Um, I, I needed something to mm-hmm. get me out of the black hole that I was in. Um, you know, when you get that, I was diagnosed with a stroke first um, in the May. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, I've got this, had the stroke. I can get over this hurdle. You know, you have a stroke and, you know, it's, I mean, you do have recurrent strokes, but you know, at that age, it's normally a one-time thing yeah. and you overcome it. Um, so I was like, you know, I can overcome this. And then you get an yeah, MS diagnosis yeah. and that's for life. Wow. Um, so it was kind of, okay, now what do I do? Like, what does my life mean? Like, you know, what do I actually want from life? Like, I don't know when my life is going to change next, you know, because mm. MS is so, you know, just random. Um, so I was like, do you know, what? I'm just going to do what I love doing, which is sport. I was able to set goals with that. I was like, do you know what? This is my target. I'm going to, I'm going to do this race. Um, I want to try, you know, push myself to be able to do this that, and the other. Um, and that's essentially what was able to allow me to get from kind of the loads of, you know, struggling to walk, you know, struggling to, open bottle tops mm. and cut steaks and just a you know whole different life change yeah, yeah. so it's all those little things that were really hard what helped me get through that was thinking if i can you know overcome these hurdles then i can go on to be paralympic champion yeah um i mean i'd had a vision i was going to do it but really? actually doing it is a whole, a whole different, different thing. thing yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. um so yeah it, it was a weird two years you know a within a year i was world champion and world record holder yeah um it's incredible yeah, do you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, I say it and people don't believe it and I kind of believe it. But when I actually do it, I'm like, damn. When you're in that mindset of, I know I can do that or I have that vision to go out, set out and do it. Can you sit back and go, God, actually, that, that is quite a big achievement. Like, in the, you look at it in the grand scheme of things, that is quite cool. Or do you think, well, no, I just, I know I can do it. So I think... As a person, as much as I am quite an optimist, you know, I'm one of those people that are literally like, go, you know, like, I'm like, I'm going to set the bar up here. Um, but at the same time, I'm a realist. So like, if I say, I think I can do something, mm-hmm. it's because I genuinely believe yeah. I have the skills, the talent to be able to do that. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I think I have the potential to be able to achieve that. Now, you know, I said I wanted to do 
a winter and a summer spot, um, summer games, you know, mm-hmm. in the same cycle. So my aim was to do 2020, this year, 2022, yeah, yeah. Um, Winter Paralympics, and I was like, I'm going to do snowboarding. Um, but I've never snowboarded. Um, <laughs> but I thought, you know, if I, you know, try it out and see where we're at. Um, but when things obviously got moved with the Paralympics, mm. and I was like, actually, now, now I've got, yeah, I was like, I've not got the time. And I was like, people like brought it up again, like recently, and I was like, dudes, like, let's be real, that's not going to happen. So like, you know, I can't be real, like, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like maybe in a couple of years, I still have the potential to be able to go on and do that. Um, same way, like, yeah, I didn't, you know, do the double this year in Tokyo, um, but I know I can go on and do that in mm. Paris and do more than what people expected so as much as I set the bar high and like what I'm doing is really pushing the boundaries I have true belief Mm -hmm. and kind of not just belief like kind of knowing that I can do it like you know like I've got not just oh I'm just believing in it like blindly like I know I have like the skills and like in some ways you know it's I you know I I know what I can do in the gym you know I know what my my power says and and know where I can improve so it's all kind of not just down to just who I believe in it's also down to knowing what my body does and what the potential is. Amazing and I mean you say you have no time but you've excelled it to excel in one sport at at that level is is one thing but to do it in two different sports how do you sort of train do you kind of do have similar training sessions and then obviously train specifically for one and the other but how do you excel in both at the same time that's incredible it's challenging yeah. <laughs> um you know it's probably i've i say it's, it's it's challenging but i feel like i've made it easier than what it i, I make it sound easier than what it is yeah because um, i'm always like it's actually quite simple you know i do two running days i do two cycling days i do three gym sessions a week it's pretty simple sounds simple but like when you actually do and I, I train across two cities as well so it's not as simple as it sounds oh wow um and the energy that's required and you know having to be quite specific in planning so like periodization you know when you're trying to periodize for two um seasons that run opposite to each other like at what point do I get a chance to actually rest um I have MS as well you know I, I have fatigue to deal with yeah. like what, where do we balance things and that's you know a job for my coaches to do um and at the same time you know my championships are at different times when it comes to worlds, but oh, so we can kind of, you know, do uh, worlds for cycling. It normally is earlier in the year, so we can focus on that. We can have a five-week block where we focus on that. You know, um, athletics worlds is in the summer. You know, you can have a five-week b- block where you can focus on that. When you get to a Paralympic Games, they're at the same time. There is no, I can have a five-week block here or there. So we always train, like, so they're always going to be aligned. So yeah. I, I, I'm always constantly Prepared having to, I guess, not regret but like, like so there's always like holding back on like everything has to be quality so I go quality over quantity so there's a lot of times when I'm a bit like oh this is really annoying because you know my competitors they're doing they're just training for athletics or they're just training for cycling and I'm you know I'm here doing an athletic cycle session they're doing you know another cycling session and how am I missing out but at the same time I thought there's in some ways it's actually benefiting me because I get some benefits from mm. cycling for athletics and vice versa um probably not how you'd expect because you know you're using the same muscles in different ways but i make it work i ride like a a runner (laughs) i run like you're doing it what if you're doing it works (laughs) (laughs) not always but yeah (laughs) well a couple of last quick questions and i heard you speak at the national running show and you said that you spoke about how you manage your ms and i'm sure you've got better at it over time and how you know, scheduling in naps, for example, to make sure that you're not getting to the point where you're tired and it will affect you the next day. You kind of are, are good at maintaining it. 
when you were on, you know, I'm a celebrity and a show like that, I can imagine it's a, obviously when you're training, it, it's the same thing. And But do you have to account for that as well? Were they quite good at, at taking that into consideration and saying, I mean, I, I know that you don't have a lot to do, or I can imagine you don't have a lot to do, do during the day during that type of show, but it, it, it seems like you're quite good at managing that now. Do you know what? Um, I think you say I'm quite good at it and I am. And I realised how good I was at it when I went on to I'm a Celeb because I lost control of my life and, you know, someone else was dictating yeah. what I was doing, when I was doing, when I was getting up, you know, how much sleep I was getting. And that meant my MS was really bad. Mm. So I really struggled with my MS on the show yeah. um, because I wasn't in control of, you know, scheduling that, taking out that social event, you know, if they want me to do a trial, I've got to go and do that trial. Mm. Then I can't, you know, like schedule it in where I want to and when I want to. Um, so I think, the show was really hard for me and they did, you know, that they, they were really supportive and, you know, they were like, Kadina, we need you to take rest. And then, then I can't make so when they realized oh, how good. much it was impacting me, then we, you know, started, you know, trying, they'd send me to go and get a nap. But normally when someone else says to go for a nap, it's because I've got symptoms already. So it's a really? bit late at that point. Um, cause the trials were late at, late at night in the world's version. Weren't yeah. They? So, yeah. so it's, yeah, I guess that's a bit more complex. Yeah. So we kind of changed our sleep schedule. So our working hours were 11 a.m. till 3 a.m. Mm. Um, so you, you wow. really shift your sleep schedule, yeah. um, which I can do quite easy because I travel a lot. Mm. But, um, you know, there's some days where th- that's the technical work hours. But if we stay up later because we're cooking later or whatever, the trial lasts longer, mm. then we don't know because we don't know the time. Of so course. then, you know, and then they do try to keep you to sleep longer. But if you wake up naturally because you went to that sleep schedule, yeah. then you're up and awake. And I think there was a day, I don't have a clue of what time I woke up, but I woke up and I got sent back to bed. <laughs> I got told off. And they were like, Kadina, it's really early. Can you please go and rest? And I was like, okay, cool. And then I just went and like did something random. And they were like, Kadina, I was washing my clothes. They were like, Kadina, can you go back to bed? It's really early. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, I, I love that show. So it was, a, it was a great to see you on there. And um, just one last question. Um, what is it that you love being about being active and about being outside? Um, I think I just love the freedom of being active, you know, the challenge that you can give yourself of, you know, I want to be this much quicker, you know, I want to um, be this much stronger. I want to, you know, there's just always a challenge and a goal and like it can be very personal to you. Like I think, you know, in my world, I'm an elite athlete, so it's competitive sport, but, mm. you know, take that away and it's just you competing against you. And I always try, I can't control what anyone else is doing. So I always focus on, you know, me and, and the challenges that I can give myself. And I just love that freedom and knowing that, you know, I'm doing something that I enjoy, but it's also really good for my body. And when I got diagnosed, my body needed, you know, mm. as much help as it could. And weirdly, you know, 20 years before, when you got MS, you were told not to do any form of exercise. It's yet tough. still, now it's like so beneficial for the body. So for me, like, you know, I'm doing something I love, challenging myself, but also really benefiting my body. Amazing. Kadina, thank you for giving us your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Outside and Active podcast with our season partners, Sports Tours International and Club La Santa. If you liked what you listened to, please don't forget to subscribe either on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. If you really like what you heard, please do give us a five-star rating. Thank you, and until next time, enjoy the outside. <laughs>